Wested Twin Peaks Radio back again and ready to celebrate Americana, folk, and country tunes 2022 style. Stuff you'll only get right here on Wested Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on the Lost Church Free Radio, San Francisco. As a young girl, Louis Vuitton, with your mother. Hello, hello, hello. MJ here in San Francisco, ready to rock you with two full hours of brand new tunes from artists from around the world spanning different genres, yet sharing one thing in common, a deep appreciation for Roots music and their modern day twists on it. The perfect show to welcome my guest artist of the week, Sonoma County born and raised Frankie Boots. Talkies. Small plane. That was Frankie Boots off his brand new LP, Free Range Songs, a sonic mashup of his New Orleans home mixed with his Northern California country roots. We have a great chat and dive deep into the new album coming up in my second hour. But first, a full hour of fresh music steeped in Americana, folk, country, and blues, starting with an alt-country collective out of Adelaide, Australia, and their new single, Chain.
the curtains Only the sunshine Needing this coffee Needing some nature Need it right now I can't wait until later We're always busy Baby, not this time
Show me on my cell phone You can page me all night long But you won't catch this free bird I'll already be long gone Black Street, the Queen All it needs a fast machine And we're gonna make it alive So you may be asking yourself why the 2002 Cheryl Crow song Steve McQueen makes it into a show that's all about new music. Well, I've got two explanations. One, I played the track off the soundtrack album of the new documentary Cheryl, available now on Showtime. It's a film that reminds you of her humble upbringings from singing McDonald's jingles to backup singing for Michael Jackson to her long, strong solo career. And two, it just felt right playing classic Cheryl Crow following the homage song I played right before it, a tune called Cheryl Crow by Marjorie Lee. She's from Key West, Florida by way of South Carolina. Needless to say, Cheryl is Marjorie's idol and main influence. Before the double Cheryl songs, I played a new song from another hugely influential female artist with blues roots, the one and only Bonnie Raitt with Made Up My Mind off her new LP, Just Like That. You also heard new indie darling Angel Olsen, who's taken a decidedly country and Americana turn with her newest album called Big Time. I played the title track. And I started off with Australian Collective Workhorse and their new single, Chain. This is MJ, and you're tuned into West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio, featuring new Americana, folk, and country-adjacent tunes today in honor of my guest artist, Frankie Boots, who's coming up in my second hour. But let's keep it rolling with the always kick-ass Sarah Shook and the Disarmers and a song off their new LP, Night Roamer. This is Talking to Myself.
Pray.
Could we have some more towels? Uh, yes. Look what you're doing to me. Where else are you going to get such an eclectic, long set of fresh music, but right here on West of Twin Peaks Radio? You just heard San Francisco-based psych, soul, and blues band Monophonics with the title track off their killer new LP, Sage Motel. They've been touring Europe and the U.S. and will be back in the Bay Area August 7th to play for free San Francisco's Stern Grove Festival. They'll be making a few more Bay Area appearances in September. Before that, you heard They Go Low by Oakland's fantastic Negrito off his fantastic new album and film project, White Jesus Black Problems, based on his incredible family history. I also played Didn't I Love You from the Black Keys off their new LP, Dropout Boogie. And you also heard the wonderful emerging solo artist S.G. Goodman from the Hills of Kentucky with If You Were Someone I Loved off her highly rated and reviewed sophomore LP called Teeth Marks. And I opened the set with that rocker from Sarah Shook and the Disarmers called Talking to Myself. They've got 60 tour dates coming up this summer across the country and in Europe. They've already hit the Bay Area in spring, but they're road warriors, and I'm sure they'll be back again soon. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to West of Twin Peaks Radio today with me, MJ, here on Lost Church Free Radio. Remember, coming up at the top of the hour, we celebrate the release of the new Frankie Boots LP, Free Range Songs, and Frankie joins me for a long chat and deep sonic dive. But I still have lots more brand new tunes leading up to that. Molly Tuttle was born and raised in a musical family in the Santa Cruz area, but even though she's moved to Nashville, we'll still claim her as one of our own. This is a new one off her Crooked Tree LP called Dooley's Farm, and yes, that's rising superstar Billy Strings playing with her. Old Dooley was raised Carolina, got his schooling out in Vietnam. Tucks his hair up in a pioneer seed cap when he's bringing his cash crop in. Now everybody said he's just a simpleton farmer. Hundred acres out in Sugar Grove, smiling at you from an IH tractor. But there's a secret down in every row in the Blue Ridge Mountains with the whispering pines. They used to grow tobacco, then they made moonshine. But there's something better in the back of the barn down on Dewey's farm. Old Dewey's got a roadside farm stand, sweet corn, tomatoes, and turnip greens. But if you ask to buy a jug of sorghum, he'll know exactly what you need. He'll meet you in the back of the woods at midnight. Bring a lantern, cause it's hard to find. He's got a strain that will punch your lights out. Old Dewey's gonna blow your mind. In the blue
to believe in the land of plenty. With a broken heart and a crow in the yard, my love and I leaving down the road ways, the hills ablaze, looking for a reason. Goodbye to the old country. Seems like you hardly knew me.
I don't much remember the twisted plot of the David Lynch TV series Twin Peaks from back in the 90s, but I for sure remember the mesmerizing voice featured on the series. That was the late Julie Cruz, who passed away last month, singing The Nightingale off the Twin Peaks soundtrack. She's singing with the angels now, rest in peace. Before that, the LA-based group La Luz, undeniably influenced by Julie Cruz and her sound, with their new song called Endless Afternoon. Before that, the band Wilco and Falling Apart Right Now off their new LP, Cruel Country, a record fully embracing the country genre and almost entirely composed of live takes recorded at the Loft Studio in Chicago. And the set started with Molly Tuttle and Golden Highway and Dooley's Farm. She and her band will be in the Bay Area July 10th through 13th playing several shows, including opening for the Old Crow Medicine Show for free at the city's Stern Grove Festival. Shout out to Stern Grove for curating such a stellar season this year, by the way. You're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. I'm MJ, and welcome to my second hyper-local hour of new music. Time for my guest artist of the week, Sonoma County born and raised alt-country artist Matt Frankovich, better known worldwide as Frankie Boots. He just released a new LP called Free Range Songs, so let's listen to a track off the album before we get into our chat and deep sonic dive. This is called Just Say Yes. Never been one for plain to say No legends did get written that way When time comes Gotta know just what to say Just say yeah Take a chance, take a risk Never know where you could go Who you might kiss could be The one that got away The one that brings you bliss But you'll never know if you don't Just say yeah Got the devil in my right Promise in the morning or a long shot in the night I don't need no beauty ring Man, I'm on some hero's quest They say nothing good happens after 2 a.m. Sure as hell one of you just gonna be turning in Wanna dance along, yeah that devil right on the lips Just say yes Don't hold them too close to the vest You gotta lay them cards down Home time If you wanna play your best Sometimes fast and loose is the only move Ain't no way to chair When your fortune calls When your fortune calls Just 
just say yes To all the lies and all the threat That they warned me wouldn't bring me No peace, no happiness I must confess that only thing I just might regret Is not taking more chances in this lifetime To just say yes Oh yeah, how could it be If you just said yeah Frankie, do I call you Matt? When did Matt become Frankie? Um, yeah, either, whatever you prefer. I usually leave it up to everybody. Most people call me Frankie. It was uh, a name that I, a nickname in high school that I kind of had. And I mean, I have like family members who call me Frankie now and stuff. But uh, yeah, you know, there was like so many Matts in my class at school that everybody had to start going by last names kind of. And my last name is Frankovich, which is like, a mouthful sometimes so people just shorten it to frankie and frankie. that's what it's been yeah and, and when did frankie boots become like the alter e musical ego? yeah um well it's a good question also frankie boots like the boots somebody threw the boots on there at one point so that was kind of always the name uh or always my nickname you know but uh but then when i started uh writing songs and performing and and you know making some records and stuff um, it just seemed more appropriate and it fit on a marquee better than Matt Frankovich did. So, you know, Frankie Boots was, seemed like the logical choice. Great name. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> as, as we always, oh, what a great band name type thing, yeah, you yeah, know. Totally. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, I was fortunate. It could have been, uh, I could have had a worse nickname and it, and it could have turned out worse for me. So that's good. <laughs> so you were born and raised in Sonoma County. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I lived in mo mostly like Sebastopol is kind of what I call my hometown just because I, I moved there when I was like, uh, I think we were, I was 11 or 12. And so like went to high school there and um, kind of spent a lot of my formative years there. But um, but yeah, born in Petaluma, then moved to Santa Rosa and kind of uh, wound up in Sebastopol. And so, yeah, a, a native son of Sonoma County for sure. And when did your interest in music uh, come about? Were you, were you always, was there music in your household a lot? You know, not really. Um, neither one of my folks play music. Um, and my uncle, like, was a drummer and stuff. And so I remember kind of um, when I first got my hands on a guitar, he knew a few things, you know, he could show me, like, how to tune it and how to play, like, Over the Hills and Far Away and Day Tripper and some, like, simple licks like that when I was maybe, you know, 12 or 13 or something. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, you know, I, I always like was interested. I mean, I always loved music. And, um, and then when I was about like an eighth grade or so, my best friend and I we were like set on getting guitars, you know, as, as you can be sometimes at that age. And so, um, I actually took my aunt, my aunt had an old guitar in my grandma's house and we went down there for Christmas one year and I kept on like harassing my mom. I was like, nobody's even using this guitar. It's just sitting in the closet. Like what, you know, and like, no, yeah. no, 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 you, can't, you can't take it. And then one year at Christmas, I like threw it in the car before 
anybody noticed anybody when we were noticed <laughs> yeah and then by the time we got home it was kind of like well it's here now so and then after that you know they kind of saw that i, I was like a little more serious about it than just like i want a guitar type of thing and so but yeah and then i played guitar like through high school and then um and then didn't really start um you know writing and recording and and kind of doing the thing that i do now until i was kind of like in my like i was like 28 29 before i started i was kind of a late bloomer with it um you know i i was always really interested in writing and video I, i've always been interested in like creative stuff but uh but the music really didn't fully take hold of me until about maybe 10 years ago can you cite a something that made you make that turn at age 28 um my friend who i actually got into playing guitars with you know when we were like eighth grade ninth grade he and i had kind of um he like moved up to portland after high school and kind of went a different you know we just kind of lost touch a little bit but when i was 28 he moved back to sonoma county and say what you will about social media you know this was like kind of right around when like myspace was happening and facebook was just starting and one night at christmas i was like man i wonder what he's up to you know and so i looked him up online and found him and then like messaged him on myspace and i was like hey man what's up you know and he's like oh, i just moved back to Sonoma County like let's hang out. And so I was like yeah for sure. So he came over and then he was so he's been playing guitars and was in bands still and he was like what you don't play guitar anymore? And I was like I don't know, you know I've been writing a lot. I was trying to get him to like work on some writing stuff with me and he wanted me to play some music. So um he kind of just like got me kind of back into it honestly and then um yeah, it's been great. That's a great story. So you're like junior high school friend. Yeah. Yeah, the same one that got it, me into it. Yeah. In the first place <laughs> is what is what uh switched you over. That's yeah. do you want to shout out his name at all? Oh I yeah, mean, his name is Steven. Yeah, yeah. His name is Steven Wintermeyer. He's uh still my best friend, you know. We've been friends since 10 and and like he's one of the best songwriters I know. He's yeah, he's a great dude. The album you have coming out uh end of June, June 26th, yeah. correct? Mm -hmm. Free range yeah. songs. Yeah. You've since moved to New Orleans, correct? Right. I love Sonoma County. I love it here, you know, but it's it can be kind of it can be difficult sometimes as a independent musician to uh to live out here, you know. Well, what I was going to ask is do you think uh which region uh New mm -hmm. Orleans or NorCal yeah. Yeah. In, informs the album more? Sonically. That's a great question actually. That's a really good question. Um, you know, honestly, a lot of it was so the album was recorded in both places. So I started recording it here with my band uh here who is John Courage, Francesco Echo, Dan Ford, um who are just like the most talented guys I know, you know, and so been fortunate enough to work with them for a long time and so I I actually started recording a lot of it in like 2019 here. And so we were doing like drums, bass, guitars, um a lot of that stuff here and then I would take it back with me to New Orleans cuz I, you know, um when I would go back home and then I and then we would do like keys, violin, harmonies, vocals and some stuff like that in New Orleans. So sonically I would say um it might be a little bit more I mean everything I do is always going to be from the west coast you know just a california guy at heart and will yeah. always will be but um but there's like a lot of influence um on the new record i think with from living in new orleans especially songs like rusty rainbow has like some really cool kind of like sort of um new orleans style piano from a guy who's like one of the best key players down there um and as far as like you know lyrical content um 
I'd say a lot of the record revolves around more being away from Sonoma County. I mean, the, the first track on the on it, Willow Creek, is really about being sort of in a city and in this really great place, but missing some of the stuff I took for granted. Um, and this uh, Willow Creek Road, which is out in Occidental, which we used to go to all the time and hike out there and stuff. And so, um, you know, a lot of it is is reflecting on Sonoma County and the West Coast while being in New Orleans. Driving through this town, heat up and the windows down, just to feel some winds of change on my face. Another casualty, someone sad city, waiting on a sign come my way, a little bit of light come my way. Routine American dream.
started recording in 2019. So uh, were all the songs written pre-pandemic? Um, yes. Yeah, they were all written pre-pandemic. So I've got new ones that are that I'm working on now and they're almost in the can that are more like uh, pandemic babies. But uh, yeah, so they're all, it was, all, you know, it was just a slow process because like I said, I was doing recording out here and then going back to New Orleans and doing a little bit there, a little bit here. Um, and then, um, yeah, it was like, I, yeah, I think we started recording in the summer of 2019 and then really stopped tracking. I mean, Allison Harris did some vocals on it and that was in like Mar or like November of last year or something like that. So, you know, it's, uh, it's been a, yeah, it's been spaced out. Would it, would it have been that spaced out had there not been, oh, you know, this thing called COVID? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard of that, COVID. Yeah, um, yeah. Would, yeah. It, would it have been, had a more normal, uh, definitely speedier track to For release? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, like I would, I was pretty much ready to kind of put the finishing touches on it when, you know, the whole pandemic thing happened and, and kind of start rolling it out in like the later half of 2020, to be honest. But, uh, you know, then then that happened and we kind of, everything just hit pause and we kind of got up and moved and um, and kind of moved around a little bit. And it didn't seem, it did like for me, I was like, oh, I want to wait till I can put this out till I can properly like go tour with it and kind of like really give it a rollout that I want to give it. Um, and at the time it was kind of like, nobody knew when that would be, you know, even in up to like last, even in last summer, it was kind of like, things were still sort of up in the air and like, is art, you know, is everything going to get shut down again? Are, you know, are you gonna have to cancel tours because of this or that? There was no vaccine. So, um, yeah, it was, um, it was, it definitely lingered around a little bit. I would have done it sooner for sure. Yeah. 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 And, and you're, you're what kind of what I call a, a modern day troubadour. You do a lot of shows. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, it's a, it's a actually compliment. I mean, yeah, I appreciate it. You know, they take their, they take their wonderful music and, 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 you know, tour around with it and, and reach different people. And that obviously kind of stopped during COVID, but then you yeah. started up doing live shows again, when? Um, well, I, you know, like I kind of started up again. Well, I mean, everybody sort of started up last, people were doing stuff last summer. We did some stuff last summer and it was kind of like here and there sort of spotty. Um, and it was like limited capacity. If you remember, it was like 25% or something. Um, and so that was a little bit, but then in the winter, again, it like kind of things shut down. Like I didn't even really make a big plan for the winter time because I mean, I just had friends who were like canceling tours left and right. Um, we did a show, we did a show at the mystic theater back in December. And then, you know, we did a couple things in Santa Cruz and, and we've just kind of been doing things here and there, but I think that also after after a while of, you know, at this point we've done everything we can do, you know, it's like we're trying to be as safe as possible. And at some point we got to kind of get back out there and start doing it. So after, you know, I'm going to kind of hit the ground running here and just try to be as safe as I can. I know you had a pretty traumatic uh, live show last summer. And I oh, wanted yeah. to, I, I wanted to ask you to, to ask you to tell that story. Sure. It was basically almost a year ago. It was June, I think seventh or no July, I think seventeenth, maybe of last year. Um, and actually, I wasn't even uh, performing there, but my friends were, and so we were at the Twin Oaks, which um, we went down to, and um, there was a guy down there who just 
had way too much to drink and my wife and my friends and I were standing out in front of the Twin Oaks and um, kind of just chatting and this guy just, you know, I don't know, I don't want to get into the whole details of it, but, you know, just kind of sort of came out of nowhere and just like sucker punched me for whatever reason, I don't know, his own demons or something like that. And um, and so, yeah, I wound up like breaking my nose and fracturing my skull and all this stuff. So obviously it was pretty traumatic and at the time it was, uh, there was a lot of sort of politics around it as well like locally within the music scene um and so yeah it was uh it was it was pretty intense and it, and it was certainly yeah changed my outlook on some things but it hasn't really affected the way that i see playing music live you know i i, I am sort of like and that's easy to say when I'm like sitting here in the house, but, and there has been times where, you know, like being at a bars and stuff like that, it does make me take a look around a little bit differently. Um, and I've played in like, you know, the craziest dive bars in the South all the way up to, you yeah. know, Montana and wherever, you know, I've, I've been in a bunch of life. There's only one time I've ever not played somewhere because it looked too dicey. And that was in Alabama and the people had hunting knives on there <laughs> <You know? laughs> and everybody was yeah. smoking in there and it was really down by a foggy river. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, I, I've always kind of um, seen myself fit to sort of make some decisions when things are getting a little, too weird or dicey or if somebody's getting drunk and to avoid them or say something or security or whatever um this was just sort of a this was a freak in incident um that was really unfortunate and i think that there is an element of people who are kind of out there looking to start some stuff sometimes and um you know i don't know it's uh it's 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 not gonna change you know, I'm not going to not do shows because of it, yeah, but it has yeah. certainly, you know, you got to sort of look at that and reflect on it a little bit, you know, after going through something that crazy. Talking Small plane Simple pleasure In this life What's your favorite track on the album? Ooh, that's a tough call because... Gosh, it's hard to say. Like, they're all different, you know, and that's kind of the idea behind the album. And it always has been throughout everything I do is uh, it's called free range songs because that's just sort of I just kind of make the songs that I see fit to make. Some of them are like more of a honky tonk song. Some is more like an early R&B. Some is just rock and roll. You know, it's not something that I I just kind of follow the inspiration and make whatever I feel like making. And hopefully it kind of comes through my lens and it, you know, is a cohesive thing, but the Rusty Rainbow kind of has a special place uh, in my heart as well because it's about, um, I mean, it's about a number of things, but was inspired by, a, um, there's a bridge in New Orleans um, that goes um, over to this like park called, um, uh, it's like, it's it's right in our neighborhood in the Bywater and uh, it's, a, it's a bridge called Rusty Rainbow and you can like walk over it to get over to the river's edge and it was only like three or four blocks away from our house and so my wife and I would like usually walk down there every night and stuff and, and so it kind of brings me back there every time I listen to it and I, especially on like a hot summer day. Every night there's just somebody that I got to hide Banks help me even when I'm guilty. Always tell me it was just fine. 
song we'll let that silence just say it all song on it is the name on my belt oh uh, thanks it, it just just for some reason it just like really struck me and i've listened to that one a couple of times through oh nice I really like it can you give me a little Thank background you. on that sure yeah yeah thanks i appreciate that yeah that one i, I love that one too um but so uh, you know it struck me as like there was a time i think in in the 70s you know when people like i was had, there like, <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Listen, I, I I dress like I was there, so you know. Um, but no, it was uh, it was like there was a time when people like had names on on their belts, and I remember noticing it because my dad like had my mom's name on a belt, or, or, or like, and I remember it was just like was this very nostalgic thing that I had thought about, and I kind of like became fascinated with this idea, and and it's also, I mean, so that's like sort of the the vehicle for it, you know, and 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 also my um, you know activism towards bringing names back on belts, which I still think is cool um but but uh it you know a lot of it is i try to find ways to write um you know love songs for lack of a better word um it just in different ways you know it's like it's very easy to like and it's you know the song is is about like um you know my wife who her middle name is noel and so uh and and i try and like you know there's a song on pagan ranch which is um called fuss to love and and so I don't know when I'm like moved to write that kind of material. I try to like find different sort of vehicles for it, you know, as opposed to just sort of like as opposed to just kind of the classic straightforward thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what's another way to say this, or like what's a unique point of view on this? And I and I think that kind of comes from like more of like a writing background, which is kind of what I was really interested in before music um, was more like prose and things like that, and, and always have like a big literary influence in my life. So. I enjoy complicated things sometimes. She's the ace of hearts. 
how you're doing this release. I mean, you've got like um, a show in Healdsburg on yep. your release day, but are you actually releasing an album or is there, could you explain to me yeah, what the it's process little, is that you're doing here? Sure. Yeah. It's a little bit, um, it's crazy because the way that albums and we consume music and all this stuff has changed so much, even in the last like, three or four years i mean obviously you know in the age of the internet streaming and everything it's it's gotten crazy but even when i really started with this current like project that i'm on you know back in like 2014 2013 there was still there was still like a reason to get like cd you know people would buy cds and stuff like that and now people still will but it's i mean it is it doesn't make sense to go and put in like a big order to print a bunch of cds and stuff because it just i mean i have thousands of cds you know that are that will that eventually are go that somewhere are probably sure. sitting there yeah yeah they're sitting there and they, and they just people just don't buy them as much as they used to and that's cool um and that's that's just the way things are so um i've been kind of thinking about different ways to like package um material so like i have cassette tapes that i'm doing which is not anything new but the cassette tapes are sort of packaged like um like, do you remember like wax packs, like trading cards from like yeah, the 70s? Oh, yeah. There would be like shows. So I made the cassettes are kind of like wax packs and there's like gum in there and like a little thing. And and then like the the CDs are going to are packaged as like old DVDs. I don't know if you can see this, but like yeah. that's the oh, CD yeah. case. And so I do all the design myself and stuff. And it's kind of made out to be like a film, um, cool. but it's actually a CD. So I'm just trying, like, so trying to find different ways to kind of put new, the physical music out is important and so that's mostly what the 26th is is going to be a release for these two items because eventually i will get vinyl printed that takes time supply chain stuff is kind of crazy um 
And this is going to be, you know, a local thing um, for Sonoma County in the Bay Area because that's kind of like my oldest fan base has been here. And so, um, yeah, if people want to get a copy of it, then they can come on down and there'll be plenty of that stuff. But as far as like when it hits the, the streaming stuff, I've got a video kind of in the works and I'll roll out a single probably um, close to the end of the month, you know, and, and just trying to like really make the most out of a release because with so much stuff coming out all the time, it's, you know, something can come and go and you just barely even notice it. Uh, I do have a Patreon like every other person does does today. Um, And if somebody does want to like actually download the digital version of it, you can go there and sign up for that. It's $5 a month. There's all kinds of other stuff on there. And honestly, you can sign up for one month, download it and get off if you want. It doesn't matter to me. I just put it out there because there's a lot of folks who've kind of supported me over the pandemic and stuff there who I always try to like make sure get it. And, and there is digital, like within the CD and the tapes, there is like a digital download card in there. So oh, okay. if you're not, if you're just not even into CDs or tapes at all, you can still get the thing and, and download the yeah. music. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been a great conversation and I, yeah. think, you know, we, and I thank you for working me in cause I know you're incredibly busy. So I, I, it's oh, I appreciate awesome. it. Yeah. Well, thanks for reaching out and um, yeah, I really appreciate it. And, you know, very grateful that uh, you had me. I want to make you mine, but I don't want to hide you away. Loving arms ain't no chance. Oh, the labels I'm stick to modern lovers ain't no his or her gonna do. No time for all them possessions. No one collecting me and you. This ain't our grandpa love affair. You know, diamond ain't always forever. But we could be. You let me be free. Never out of 
was Figure of Speech, one of the new tracks featured on the new Frankie Boots album, Free Range Songs. Huge thanks to Frankie for sharing his story and music with us today. You can keep track of his music and new shows near you by following him on Instagram at Frankie underscore Boots. And check out his Patreon account to get a hold of that new LP. We still have about 20 minutes left in this West of Twin Peaks Radio Hyper Local Hour to explore new tunes from Bay Area artists, so let's continue on with some Alt Americana psych folk music from East Bay band Credit Electric. This is a new single called Changes.
more great tunes from four Bay Area projects. You just heard the new single, Wind, from Healing Potpourri, the brainchild of musician and full-time molecular biologist, Simi Sohota, who's got a new LP coming out soon and who will be a guest artist right here in August on West of Twin Peaks Radio. I can't wait for that conversation. You also heard a new song called Beautiful World by New Spell, the dynamic, dark, indie pop project of Bay Area-based singer-songwriter Leanne Kelly. Before that, Aussie born but now Oakland based indie singer songwriter Hazel English featuring Daywave and a new single called All Dressed Up. And I started the set off with Credit Electric and Changes. You're listening to the Hyper Local Hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio here on Lost Church Free Radio. Let's switch it up genre wise and dive into the Bay Area's hot and happening jangle pop scene and a new tune by The Umbrellas. This is called Ride It in the Sky.
that was Bay Area audio engineer and artist Miriam Cutis, a.k.a. Space Moth, and Waves Come Crash, another pre-release single off her upcoming LP, No Past, No Future, due for release July 22nd. That about does it for another episode of West of Twin Peaks Radio. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'll be back with another new episode in two weeks. Until then, you can follow me on Instagram at WOTP underscore Radio MJ for news of new music and local shows. Plus, you can listen to archive episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts by searching for West of Twin Peaks Radio. And you can hear tons of local music and great local radio shows by keeping it tuned right here to Lost Church Free Radio. I'm going to leave you with a Bay Area artist who has moved to L.A. to spread her wings, but she'll always be a local artist to me. This is Chloe Studebaker, also known as Zelma Stone, and the Myrna remix of a song off her 2021 LP, The Best. This is called Money Honey. See you in two weeks. Peace.